Good morning, this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We are going to see if we can finish up in Genesis. Uh, we had been talking about Jacob and his dream uh, of the ladder or the staircase that went up to heaven and how angels came down and how they went up or they ascended and descended. And those were the very words that Jesus had used when he was talking to Nathaniel that you're going to see uh, on the Son of Man, angels ascending and descending. Now, of course, we've been talking about being able to listen, hear, understand, perceive, know uh, the voice of the Lord in our lives. Also being able to see what it is that he's doing, perceive it and know it uh, from a personal relationship with him. And know what he is doing. And then we've also mentioned how God uses uh, different means to speak to us. And one of those methods sometimes may and will include uh, dreams, sometimes visions. And of course, we had talked about God's use of events and circumstances, uh, what we would call the providence of God. Now, in the life of Jacob, he himself... He wasn't, uh, according to his very old name, he wasn't the best of people. He had uh, uh, supplanted his brother twice. He had uh, lied and deceived uh, his father once. And his name, Jacob, uh, uh, also winds up being used in the New Testament as far as Jacob's troubles. In other words, he had all kinds of issues in his life, but yet the Lord had promised to be with him. Many of us many times wonder about what we're going through and really doubt uh, whether God is with us or not. Uh, it's not a matter of whether we can feel him. It's a matter of knowing. We know that we know from that personal experience of having spent time, precious time with him and hearing from him in our own lives, being taught of him personally, being acquainted with the Holy Spirit in our lives to lead us and to guide us. Now, the story begin or the story ends in uh, Genesis chapter twenty-eight, verse sixteen. And Jacob awoke out of his sleep, and he said, "Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not." Now, it's amazing the place. Uh, which happens to be called uh, Bethel, or the house of God, uh, winds up being a place where he had this dream. So many other things that would be taking place in that certain area or vicinity itself. As I said, almost like the portal of God in that area, it was uh, almost designed specifically and of course, we mentioned about that, how sometimes in a special uh, 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 service or event or a convention or a place uh, where people gather, it seems that the heavens open up so much easier and quicker for us than sometimes when we're praying. It seems that the heavens are like brass, like nobody's listening to us, like the words are just bouncing off the ceiling. And it says in verse 17, And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this 
place. Now notice, he's talking about the place where he is at. The place where he put the rocks together for a pillow. The place where he was asleep. The place where he had the dream. The place where he had stopped off for the night to sleep. He said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God. Now he calls it the house of God, the Hebrew word there that that is used uh, basically is talking about, you know, it, it can be used in a variation of ways, but it's talking simply about a house. And this is the gate of heaven. Now that one is a little bit more interesting. This is the door or the opening or the doorway to heaven or the port. That 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 is interesting of the terminology that he uses to identify what he saw must have been spectacular and uh, awesome. So it says uh, in verse eighteen, and Jacob rose up in the morning and took the stones that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. He he basically uh, uh, was making a memorial. Uh, he was basically making some type of 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 a of a reminder <clears throat> of what had taken place for his life. Now, the Bible talks about when God first appeared to Abraham, and uh, Abraham builds an altar there. Later on, God tells him, go back to the first place. And sometimes that is so important in our lives. We don't stop and think about it. But in other words, if we've lost our way, we don't know seem where we we're going, what we're doing. If it seems that we're confused, many times it's important to simply just go back to the last place that you remember. Uh, it's almost like when someone has lost their keys and they try to retrack their steps. And finally, they wind up at the last place where they remember that they had their keys and wind up finding them there. Well, many times we have to go back to the last place or the place where a certain event or a certain thing took place in our life to remind us. Maybe it's a reminder of when we came to the Lord. Maybe it's a reminder of what happened or what was said or what was done at that certain place. It holds something significant or something special for an individual. And then, of course, uh, it winds up being a reminder to them of, of, what had, of, of what is that God has promised, has said, or has accomplished or done uh, for us or in our lives. So Jacob kind of remembers uh, that one specific area. So what he does is he pours oil on those stones that he had used for a pillow. 
And he kind of makes not not so much an altar, but a memorial, something as uh, uh, to, to to remember. And it says in verse nineteen, and he called the name of that place Bethel. And notice we've been reading it, and it mentions place, 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 place. The importance of it in our lives. We have to be at the place where God has called us to be at the time that he has called us to be. It's it's almost like a divine appointment. But anyway, he called it the house of God, Bethel, Bethel, the house of God. Uh, it was at an actual physical place. Uh, but it winds up being the place where uh, it winds up being important later on in the the future of the nation of Israel. The name of that city was called Luz uh, at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go, I will and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. Interesting. The vow that he makes there where he put the altar or the stones or where he poured the oil. But yet God had already promised him earlier that he was going to be with him. And he was going to keep him. And it's no different than when we've either heard or have read in the scriptures, whether Old or New Testament. Fear not, for I am with thee. You know, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Or I'm with you until the end. Uh, we, we must remember that. That specific place that God has uh, established for us. It winds up being the place where we put the anchor of our soul and hook up to. It winds up being the place where we remember where he brought us out from. It winds up being the place that God himself has established for a specific purpose for our lives. The scripture talks about uh, blessed are those that are planted uh, in the house of the Lord forever. Being planted in a specific place is very important. Now, the scripture uh, uh, continues in verse 22. And this is also interesting. He promises and he says that the Lord is going to be uh, my God, my Elohim, uh, if he keeps me. And if he brings me back to my father's house, <coughs> excuse me, uh, later we're going to see that when Jacob is returning back home uh, and he meets his brother and he has his experience where he wrestles with them with that one particular uh, angel, God had been keeping him, had been watching over him uh, and, and, and. And he, at the end of his life, finally winds up saying, Look, the Lord sent his angel 
and he guided me, he led me, he kept me all these years in spite of everything that happened to me, everything that took place. And then he says, and uh, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. Now, of course, we know God can't dwell in a stone or a, but he literally was saying the area where I'm at right now, this is where God's house is going to be. This is where house where God is going to establish uh, uh, his his place for my life. Uh, the, the, the scripture is very adamant in, in the in, 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 in the book of Ephesians. where it says, give no place to the devil. Jesus talked about when the enemy, uh, he was getting ready to go uh, to the cross and uh, he was going to be taken and everything. And and he, he says, the enemy has no place in my life. The story is told of a, of a, of the devil coming in disguise to a house and saying, "Hey, can I, can I put a little nail inside this, this house? You know, I'm I'm just gonna put it, and and permission was granted, and the devil would come in disguise, on a regular basis and interrupt, the lifestyle of those people because he would want to come and hang a picture, he would want to come and hang a coat." He would come and want to do things because he had a place inside that house. It was just a little nail. But if we give him a foot or a finger, then he will take a possession of a great area of our lives. So we have to be careful of not giving him any place whatsoever. And uh, then he says something interesting as we get ready to conclude in Genesis 28:22 and this stone which i have set for a pillar shall be god's house and of all that thou shalt give me i will surely give thee the tenth unto thee we have to make sure and 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 we're not talking about the tithe right now even though basically that's what he's mentioning but see they weren't told the israelites were not told until it was the giving of the law uh, for the tithe and then uh, in the New Testament, we wind up studying about Abraham, how Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek and how Levi was still in the loins of Abraham. He hadn't even been born yet. And yet Abraham gave the tenth. Uh, uh, the relationship of what this is associated with everything is, is just interesting. How in the world do you wind up with this? from a dream, wind up with this from the place that I'm going to call God's house. While these are questions of inquiry, things to consider, things to meditate, may the Lord reveal, may the Lord open up your perception and understanding and give you wisdom concerning this. But consider this today, food for thought. And for the imagination, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth near. The Lord richly and fully bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.